Hi everyone, Radical Dreamer here, and welcome to the Postal Code Unknown podcast for Saturday, July 29th of 2017. Uh, back from surgery, uh, I know this episode is coming up a few days late, so my plan for the next few days is to backfill the episodes that I've missed and sort of get caught up, uh, and I'm anticipating getting that done by about Wednesday of next week. So I'd like to thank everyone that has reached out and supported me and sort of given me their well wishes. Uh, it has been a relatively minor procedure, however, it is something that is making it hard to move, so I'll do my best here to sort of make sure that I can get these done uh, because I really enjoy it and I really enjoy sharing these stories with you. Uh, so again, thank you so much for your support. I really appreciate it. Uh, it's it's meant a lot to me. Um, so. Without further ado, uh, I do have a story that I'd like to share today from Australia. Uh, one of my favorite memories from the place there, and a lot of times it's really difficult to sort of come up with an idea of, all right, well, what is your favorite moment from a place? A lot of people ask me, what's your favorite place to travel? Uh, what was the favorite thing that you did there? And sometimes that's really hard to come up with. Uh, one of the reasons why I like sharing these stories is it allows me to share different moments that were important for different reasons. And... One of the coolest things that we did while we were there uh, was visited the uh, Uluru and Karachuta, uh, I'm doing my best to uh, pronounce that, uh, National Park uh, in near the center of Australia. Um, it's a uh, very popular destination, uh, especially sort of a very iconic destination for tourists, uh, but it was really special for a number of reasons, and I wanted to go over why specifically, especially if you're planning a trip out there, because uh, there's a lot that's worth doing. Uh, that isn't part of some of the normal, uh, typical uh, itineraries that you'll get. So uh, we had a van that we were renting and basically sleeping in for uh, a couple of months. So we had the opportunity to sort of camp out the campgrounds there. And as you're driving down sort of like the main route that goes down through the center uh, past Alice Springs, there's a road that goes into Uluru, uh, sort of the national park area. And it's about a four-hour drive off of the main highway. So keep that in mind while we sort of talk about why this was so important, why some of these memories were some of my favorite. So uh, I, I do want to share sort of like the item that sort of recalls to that today. Now again, I would feel very silly if I went to Australia and didn't come back with a boomerang. I know it's a little bit kitschy, uh, and I know that this also doesn't have a, um, you know, a specific sort of like, I really, you know, part of me really wanted to get something that had uh, sort of the Aboriginal side of Australia. Uh, but at the same time, this painting on this boomerang really called out to me uh, because I feel like the uh, this 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 part of Australia uh, had a special significance to my time there, and I really enjoyed it for a number of reasons. So uh, what you can see here is sort of like on the boomerang is, is a picture of Uluru as it's being sort of colored. And again, you can sort of interpret it as either the sunrise or the sunset, but it really has a red glow uh, as it uh, is sort of being caught in the rays of the setting or the rising sun. And I saw both while I was there, and I was very lucky for that. Um, and I think it's really something that, that that's an extraordinary piece of uh, geological formation and cultural history um, that, was, that was really cool. It's a place I'd love to go back to and spend a little bit more time someday. And uh, yeah, so... Uh, specifically to sort of say some of the experiences that we had while we were there that were important uh, that I'd like to sort of uh, talk about. 
Uh, first, there's the Valley of the Winds walk. Now, again, a lot of times they, well, uh, so, so it's a it's a walk. It's not at Uluru. It's at Karachuta, which is sort of like the, um, uh, I believe it's known uh, also as the Olgas. But it's uh, larger sort of rock formations that have been worn down by wind over time and has this incredible walk that goes through. Uh, and uh, they'll basically sort of like, uh, it's, it's worth taking a look at their website to sort of see what times it's still available. They warn people against going very, when it's very hot. And I can see why. There's a good amount of parts of that walk that are unshaded. But probably one of the most beautiful vistas I saw uh, in the entire three months I was in Australia, was walking over and seeing into this valley uh, that's sort of within uh, the Valley of the Winds there, um, and was really a, a worthwhile and spectacular part of this trip. So that was an excellent hike, uh, one of the best that I did in, in the country uh, that I was really happy with, and that was one really cool experience. Uh, at Uluru itself, uh, we rode some camels, and that was kind of fun. We had a camel named Stumpy because uh, it had, uh, unfortunately, uh, sort of been bitten off uh, during a fight, I guess, when he was uh, either encountering with wild camels or before he was really sort of like uh, domesticated. And it was really interesting to sort of see that there is such a large amount of wild camels roaming that area of uh, Australia. It's not something I would have expected at all. Um, and was really interesting to see how the dynamics of that uh, has changed the landscape over, uh, you know, the last 100 or so years. So, um, so that was really cool, and that was really interesting. That wasn't what I was expect expecting at all. Uh, the campsite was really nice, uh, in terms of, uh, you know, it was just really kind of like one of those campsites that really has what you need, but is centrally located and well within, uh, uh, sort of, um, reach of, uh, amenities like, uh, grocery shopping and stuff like that. It's like a little community, and it's got other places that you can stay in the campgrounds that are a lot fancier. Uh, not really my kind of thing, uh, but you know, if, if, if more luxury travel is something that you're interested in, there are several places to stay within the resort campground uh, that seem really cool um, uh, that would be worth, worth looking into as well. So um, without further ado, what I would like to do is sort of say the thing that was the most impressive of that entire area was the thing that I was probably less keen to visit. Uh, and that's Kings Canyon. And that is, remember when we were talking a few minutes earlier about how you drive that road about four hours in uh, off of the main road in order to get to the Uluru sort of resort or the Ayers Rock Campground Resort uh, and the Uluru Katachuta uh, um, National Park. So uh, about three hours back towards the normal road and uh, up sort of away uh, is Kings Canyon. So if we were going to do anything out there, uh, because we hadn't planned an extra day to stay out there, and if I had gone back and redone this, uh, there is a campground that you can stay near Kings Canyon, and I would probably recommend taking a day to stay there before going down to Uluru, um, because this was spectacular. Uh, but it actually worked out in our favor. So the three-hour drive up means that meant that we had to have a three-hour drive back, after doing uh, a rim hike around this canyon. And I haven't been to the Grand Canyon in the States yet. It's definitely something that's very high on my bucket list there in Zion National Park. Um, but this was my first real experience of a canyon of this type where you've got an opportunity to do this incredible walk uh, that goes around sort of the circumference with these incredible views looking into this canyon. 
uh, and seeing bits and pieces of uh, foliage and vegetation that has sort of like wedged themselves in and um, they call a certain part of it the Garden of Eden and you can definitely see why there's this really lush vegetation hiding in the sort of crevices in this canyon that have been there for uh, a, a very long time and um, what was really cool was sort of like some of my most favorite uh, moments when traveling are the ones that are moments that are unexpected and when that happens um, it's 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 really kind of special so you do this amazing walk through Kings Canyon and we took a little bit of time when we were leaving we actually had the opportunity to watch the sunset so when I you know mentioned earlier you can see the Ayers Rock or Uluru turn really red as the sun is setting. The same sort of thing happens with the rest of the rock uh, in that area, and especially sort of Kings Canyon really gets this incredible glow. Um, but the, the the thing that was really special was, as we were driving by, it had already gotten really dark uh, at this point. And again, not a lot of light pollution out there. There's not a whole lot out there. So it, it gets really dark, but we saw what looked like uh, a fire off in the distance and uh, really sort of like an orange haze maybe sort of glow against the horizon and we didn't know what it was um and uh as we drove a little bit further the road curves out and then sort of opens up to where the position in the sky would have been where that orange haze was and we look and we see the moon and it is the biggest moon i've ever seen in my entire life um again you know i i hear people talk about the the solar eclipse that's coming up and a lot of uh lunar uh, phenomena and stuff like that. But this is the first time I've ever seen what would probably have been considered a supermoon. It was massive. It was yellow. It was extraordinary. And I don't, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if I ever saw anything like that again for the rest of my life. But it was incredible. And it was the kind of experience that make, reminds me why I'm doing this kind of thing. Uh, you know, just, just to see and experience the different things that life has to offer. So, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've covered a lot of ground here, uh, but I do want to sort of reiterate that the 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 center of Australia is more than just Ayers Rock or Uluru. Uh, there's so much more uh, to be seen there. And the Australian Outback is such an extraordinary and incredible place that a lot of people sort of like are afraid to travel to, uh, but they shouldn't be. Um, it's incredible and it is absolutely worthwhile and worth a lot of your time. If you've got some time to spend uh, in the area, I wouldn't miss it, and I would strongly recommend, especially doing Kings Canyon, but also spending some time um, exploring areas in the in the surrounding region as well. So, I hope this uh, this uh, you know gives you some advice, some ideas to think about if you're planning a trip to Australia. Uh, again, I really appreciate all of your support. Uh, it's been amazing hearing from a lot of people just wishing me well. And uh, yeah, I look forward to getting these up as soon as I can. And uh, I will talk to you again soon. Thank you very much. Thanks for watching. I hope you enjoyed today's video. If you'd like to see more of what I've been doing outside of these videos, you can see more at theradicaldreamer.com where I've got articles and photographs uh, with travel advice and stories uh, that aren't just in a video format. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at OneRadicalDreamer or on Instagram at AradicalDreamer if that's uh, something that you're more interested in. Uh, if you're interested in supporting me, I do have a Patreon page up as well, uh, which you can find at patreon.com slash theradicaldreamer. 
uh, and that's a way for as little as one dollar a month you can help support me uh, get uh, better equipment and do more videos of this type and make a whole bunch more cool stuff to share with you in the future uh, and last but not least uh, if you like what you've been seeing on YouTube please like subscribe and uh, send a couple comments I'd be happy to answer more questions in future episodes of the podcast uh, hope you have a wonderful day thank you take care